Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is here. Yes, I am. How you and doing, brother? I'm just delighted to be here to do battle with you again today. <laughs> well, I'm going to concede the argument. I, I can't win any of these arguments. Well, then, thanks a lot for listening, folks. That's it for today's program. <laughs> I don't think... I'll, I'll give the liberal point of view, but uh, I haven't won an argument so far this week, so I don't think it's going to happen now. You never know. <laughs> There's hope. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I saw you sent me a clipping with Jim Jordan, who's known as the nation's liar and chief, yes, so but I'm sure he's got something good to but say. But the thing we said we were going to talk about this morning is that New Hampshire student-athlete who was suing a school district. Right. It's a free speech issue, right? Right. He was okay. suspended from a football game for allegedly expressing his view that there are only two genders. Can you imagine to have the audacity to say there are <laughs> only two genders? Have Why, well, we all know there are at least 3,000. Well... Uh, you know, let's not get into the gender argument itself. Well, that's the argument here. No, no, no. I don't it. really think it is. I think, is it not a free speech issue? But it's what he said that bothered them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he could have probably said um, uh, the principal is a scumbag, and they probably wouldn't have suspended him for a game. But he said he offended people by saying there are only two genders. Mm. And the lawsuit was filed in Rockingham Superior Court on November 4th that alleges the September suspension violated the student's constitutional right to free speech and the New Hampshire Bill of Rights because he expressed his religious beliefs. Terrible. The plaintiff is also aiming to block the enforcement of Exeter High School's gender nonconforming student policy because of what he says is its infringement on his First Amendment rights. Mm. So here we go. You know, where do your rights end and mine begin? Yeah, I was just going to say, I I don't agree with his belief, but uh, I think... You don't uh, believe there are just two genders? Well, there are not two genders. We know that to be true, but... Who knows that to be true? I don't know that to be true. Okay, that's fine. All right, let's stipulate the You always say, follow the science. Follow the science. The science says there are two. Honestly, Joe, this isn't a science case. It's a free speech case. It's a man But it's based on his opinion, based on his faith, and based on, I guess you could say, science. Right, that's his truth. Okay, so we'll stipulate that that's true as far as he's concerned and as far as you're concerned, so that's fine. The fact is, are you allowed to express your opinion on a school bus even if it goes against the school district policy? I would argue that the answer is yes. You know, I think school districts have learned the hard way over the years. We just had a case that emanated out of Schuylkill County, and there have been other, you know, groundbreaking cases at the U.S. Supreme Court where students are permitted to express their firmly held beliefs. But here's where the last sentence of this story says, the district's policy on transgender and gender nonconforming students, quote, requires that all programs, activities, and employment practices be free from discrimination based on sex, sexual orientation, or gender identity. Be free from discrimination. So is it discriminatory to say, I believe there are two genders? 
Is that discrimination now? No, I, I think that's protected free speech personally. And so I do think, I. Yeah, I think the district's going to lose this lawsuit. And as, as they have so many times when students have spoken out during the 60s about protests, and of course the uh, um, uh, student recently in Schuylkill County, I don't remember all the exact details, but it was a free speech case. She was off campus using social media. Yeah, dis- that was where she used the dissing word. the district. Right. Well, and this student is on campus when he said this in a classroom? It doesn't say. It just says a New Hampshire student-athlete is suing his school district after he was suspended from a football game for allegedly expressing his views that there are only two genders. I think I only read this weeks ago. The AP version talks about him being on a bus, I oh, believe. Oh, was it? Okay. Uh, maybe going to a football game? He was a, He's a player. He's a player, was yes. a player, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll look that up. But in any event, honestly, I think, let, let's just stipulate that we think he's on school property, either in a classroom or a bus or on the football field or wherever. Uh, I I don't think his truth is right. That's my opinion. I think his truth is wrong, but that's my view, and his opinion is right to him, and I think he has a right to speak it. All right. Well, he's basing it on his religious views, too. In other words, he's saying uh, not only is it a free speech issue, but I have the right to say that your policy offends my religious beliefs. Now, if the school district creates a policy that caters to, let's say, one segment, and apparently, based on it, requires that all programs, activities, or employment practices be free from discrimination based on sex, sexual orientation, or gender identity. Now, is that a fair policy? Well, I think so, because... Right, for it, discrimination against them, it sure is a fair policy. Well, I think if you have uh, a student who is uh, some sort of a decider on the football team and says, okay, you know, I believe that there's only two gender, and you have a player who believes that uh, individuals who are transgender have the right to be do so and be so and live and thrive, and he says, okay, well, I'm the team captain, I'm not going to let you play, that's a discrimination well, that based... That would be a coach's decision, not the team captain. Well, uh, what does the captain decide on a football team? Calling heads or tails at the start of a football That's game. That's it. Just that. <laughs> Nothing else. Okay. I well, and they're, they're moral that. leaders, if you will, or uh, right. you know, leaders on the field. They're the ones who are responsible for whipping the team up, but they don't make the decisions about who plays. Okay. Well, in any event, I think if, if he had put that into practice and said, okay, uh, you know, because of the fact that I feel this way, this this schooling is going to be different. This you know, a student can't hear or participate in something or play. I think that's one thing. But all he did was express his belief. And my view is that students have been protected along the way. But it runs deeper than that. They did it based on their policy, right. which reads, requires that all programs, activities, and employment practices be free from discrimination based on sex, sexual orientation, or gender identity. Now, how does his saying only, I believe there are only two genders, how does that discriminate against anybody? That's his personal opinion, as you just expressed yeah. your personal opinion. Right. And yet they took action against him for daring to express that. Yeah, I think the district's in trouble here. I think they'll settle this and, and change the reading of the policy. If if the student is in any way discriminating against anyone or you know somehow discriminating himself by having these uh, firmly held religious beliefs that to him are true and he has the right to express them, and that if the district says, well, that goes against our policy, well, you know, that's 
tough, tough, tough break for the district. The fact is, the students permitted to have these beliefs and speak them, especially if, my, again, Lawrence's worthless recollection that it was on a school bus. Well, that's just a conversation among students. It doesn't really mean anything. Sure. It doesn't have a, a lasting impact on school policy or anything. Well, unless unless you're just not going to tolerate the exp- any expression that runs counter to the wokeism that seems to be so prevalent in our country today. And even people on the left are beginning to admit that the that wokeism is hurting the Democratic Party right well, now. Well, that's true. It's they might be a little more uh, progressive than the world's ready for. There's no argument there. But anyway, yeah, I think this student's on fair ground. I think he'll win this lawsuit. It's a shame he already missed a game. That's too bad because you know, can't make that up. Well, se- the season's probably over now. Right. So there'll be some damages associated with this. So they'll come up with a dollar amount for how much the student was hurt by not participating. And the district will learn, as many districts have, that. You cannot squelch free speech among students, and uh, the district can't discriminate, so their policy's spot on, but I think they're on thin ice here. I want to tell you about our sponsor, which is, uh, we'd invite your opinion about this. What's your view on this? 1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners says the student was texting to another student on a school bus, off school property at the time the bus was. Well, the bus itself is considered an extension of school property, but they were texting and then the student who received the text turned it over to the school district. Okay. This is one of our good listeners. So he was ratted Thank out you. by a fellow student. Right. Yeah, that's the other end. <laughs> we got a snitch. We got Let's a snitch talk about now. snitching yeah, right. in high school. <laughs> all right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. What's your view on this? We have a student who's been sued. Uh, or, I'm sorry, is suing the school district because he was suspended from a football game because he expressed his firmly held belief religiously based in his view. Although, honestly, I don't think religious discriminates against. Uh, transgender individuals anyway, but that's another topic. Uh, you can call us now with your view, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. I'm so glad to be driving around in a Sunbury Motor Company truck. They say they're going to have another truck for me to drive around in. Then they're going to give me, you know, they haven't said what it is, uh, one that uses no gasoline at all whatsoever. So I guess that's a million miles to the gallon coming up. So I don't know which one it is, but I'm going to be driving something electric from the Sunbury Motor Company in the weeks ahead. That's shocking news. Oh, please, Joe. <laughs> what? What? What did you say? That's, that's shocking news. What? what? You get it? Okay. <laughs> anyway, they invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North Forster Street in Sunbury, which I have been there recently. And make sure the inspection was current on a vehicle. And they specialize in all types of services there. And they're selling Ford, Hyundai, Kia uh, at the Sunbury Motor Company. And they would just love to do business with you as they demoed me on many occasions, and Joe and a hundred million other people. Well, that might be a little <laughs> puffery, but they've certainly dealt with millions of people, and they're all happy. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. There's even more to this story. All right. As I just told you. Go ahead. Uh, the student who has not been named does not deny violating the school's policy and, in fact, denied and will continue to deny that any person can belong to a gender other than that of male or female. The suit further states that the student will, quote, never refer to any individual or person using plural pronouns such as they, using contrived pronouns such as z, or with any similar terminology that reflects values which the student does not share. Can they make you use pronouns you don't wish to? Well, their policy is that, uh, I guess they, they that's in their policy, that they are you're supposed to be allowed to pick the personal pronouns you want to be addressed by. I think, you know, if we're going to start that stuff, I think everybody has to wear a sign around their neck saying exactly what it is they prefer. Yeah, I think people are doing that. Uh, they're doing their, their sign-offs on emails. You've received emails where people put their pronouns at the bottom. No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Well, if you uh, were to... You do? You receive emails like that? Of course. And then when you address them and you write back, you have to use those personal pronouns? I would do so out of a respect. I don't think there's a law that says you have to be respectful of people. Well, how but, do they uh, phrase that at the bottom of the email? Below are my personal pronouns, which you will use to address I me. think at the bottom where people tend to put, you know, like a little philosophical phrase that they find, you know, like he who began a good work in you <laughs> will see it through to the end, that kind of thing. That they put either before or after that would put, uh, you know, I would put uh, he, him. His that kind of uh, down there. So, but so you, no you explanation. You would just list. Well, a series I think of if you pronouns. see a, a list of pronouns at the bottom of an email, you realize that's what the individual is doing. I would think some flake sent me an email. <laughs> okay, so anybody who's transgender is a flake, no, or I'm just anybody who's anybody contemporary? Anybody who puts that uh, on the end of an email. Okay. Why would you? Why would you even assume that somebody would not address you in the proper form? Yeah, I got an email from Dr. Green at Susquehanna University a while ago. Let me see. Yes, he's he's his. So he's a flake too. He's his? Yeah, he, his, him are well, his that, pronouns. Well, those are just normal pronouns that would apply to so a person. So he's not a flake, but if somebody puts something else down there, then well, they're a flake. Well, if you put Z down there, I would think you might be. Then they're a flake. I got you. <laughs> okay, Joe. Well, that's fine. You, know, you have I th your personal I th opinion. I have mine. Right, right. And it has to do with uh, grace, love, and respect. No, you, it you has. You show none. and It has to do with flakes, common sense. <laughs> flakes don't deserve it. So Flakes I do deserve it. Oh, do they? Yes. I would treat a flake with... I treat you with courtesy every day, and you're a flake. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> You dug yourself out pretty adequately under those circumstances, okay, because that's inarguable. All right, Dan, thank you so much for waiting while we uh, elaborated on all of this. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, in the last century, a scholar made a great statement, and it, it holds true to this day. He said, when you disallow the truth, in the academia, in the public school, wherever, what'll come in is more dangerous than a vacuum. You won't create the vacuum. It won't be zero, nothing either way. It won't be, it'll be worse than the truth 
and it won't be understood, and it'll confuse people all the more. Uh, I hope I don't know if I made sense, but in other words, if you kick the truth out, disallow the truth, what'll come in the school system, academia, it'll be worse. It'll, it won't be good. It'll even be worse than the people were dealing before when the truth was allowed. And that's what we see today. Since we disallow truth, you can't talk about truth anymore. What's coming in, people believe there's more than two genders. People, them are the kind of things that enter in. Well, I think you can. I think you can safely argue there's two genders that people are identified as birth. But you are well familiar with the fact that hormones are a continuum from you know people, men or women who might be considered you know full of all male hormones, and some people are full of all women hormones. And that uh, when it comes to our genetics, and uh, you know some people are pure X chromosomes and others are XY, and so we know. But we also know and. You you know this, Dan. Other people are everything else in between, and so if you if you weren't able to look in that diaper and see what a baby's genitalia is, would you be able to know what? Well, now you've really gotten yourself in trouble if you're peeking inside a baby's diapers to well, check their genitalia. Well, that's what children children are assigned, male or female at birth, is what I'm trying to allude to. So if if you were not if you had to look at a newborn baby from the waist up, you know how could what is the gender of a baby whose genitals you can't see, Dan? You know, you know what it is. We all know how you, you don't have to guess when you look. Yeah, well, today, today, Dan, forgive me, Dan, hold on a second. But today, Mark, they have ultrasounds, and they're able to tell in advance what the child is without actually seeing its genitalia. And they don't come back with anything other than male or female based on right. those yeah, that that's science. Based on that science, they come back with male or female. All right, and, and but you agree, then, that from that moment of birth and that identification, that's 100% all there is to it. No more DNA, no more hormones, no more uh, testosterone or estrogen. Well, or I didn't create the laws of science. science they're okay. just kind of natural, right, and they so say female, it's male or end female. Of story, that's all right. there is. I got you. Okay. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, then uh, maybe it's not impossible. I know we live in a we live in a more gender-confused world because it was made that way intentionally, but I'm not saying that you could. Some people might need some therapy after, you know, if they're confused on their gender later in life, you know, as they grow older, they may need some therapy to get them back and to know what gender they are, what they were born with. They may need hormone therapy or counseling. But Dan, let me, let me ask you this question. Suppose one of these people decides that they do want to be a sex other than the one they were born with, and they do everything in their power to live that life and to make that change. As a matter of personal freedom, isn't that their right? Uh, well, it may be their right, human right, but it's not their God-given right. 
Well, all I'm I saying is that at birth, they were assigned one of two sexes. If somewhere down the road, someone wants to change that, and they live that life, and they make the changes, do the things necessary to do it. Transition. Transition. All right. I think it's a matter of personal personal freedom in this country. They are. I agree with you. They're allowed to do it, you know, and it may not be morally right by your view, but it certainly isn't illegal. And if they put at the bottom of an email that they've done this, they're a flake, right? If they actually say uh, that the bottom of the line, they, they change their name from Sam to uh, Zelda, I would address them as the pronouns required for the use of the name Zelda. Well, let me rephrase the question. I would assume questions. that would be a okay. woman. So when do they become a flake? Let me ask you that. <laughs> well, they become a flake. Well, that's a good po- good point. When do they become a flake? Well, you said they're a flake if they do all these changes. No, I'm saying, I, I'm just saying if they just put their personal pronouns at the bottom of a, of a letter, and they don't have haven't done any of the things necessary to make the change, they just have these preferences. They want you to address them in a certain way. All I'm saying is that I would let their name determine how I address them. Dan, we'll give you the last word. You know, the more. We promote confusion in the in society. The more confusion there's going to be. It, it was very little confusion when I grew up. <laughs> Everybody knew what they were, and in the, yeah, after the sexual revolution of the '60s, through there, people started to wonder, "What am I?" And the more we confuse the truth the more confusion there is. So that's our problem. And if we don't get back to the truth, we're just going to keep right on being confused. And and there's confusion in many different areas today, not not just sexual, but many other areas. So you believe that somebody who would make that choice is confused? Oh, very definitely. They've been told... They've been sold a lie. Well, what about, like, if you read the book uh, Becoming Nicole, this child is about two years old and is uh, born a, a male, and, identif- and, you know, parents said it's a boy. And uh, starting at two years old, uh, anything that has to do with girls, he likes to do that. He's interested in dancing and ballerina dancing and wearing a tutu and goes into the school district really strongly feeling as though he was uh, a girl. And finally, you know, as eventually he gets an opportunity to transition and as the name Becoming Nicole implies, uh, he, he becomes a girl. So he, that child, age two, didn't get any of the wokeism media that you're so afraid of. How did that two-year-old find out that... Uh, uh, his gender uh, is more properly identified as a girl. How did he find out if he's not able to pay attention to what the media? What if someone encouraged him to believe that? That didn't happen. I'm asking Dan. Go ahead, Dan. Well, you know, I, I, I can't. I don't. I can't answer that kind of a question. I'm not 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 enough familiar with it. But I know there's some. We all knew. Uh, uh, girls that were sort of, we used to call them tomboys, but they grew out of it. Yeah, they <laughs> like to do boy things. And I know, I haven't ever known a boy that ever liked to do girl things in my whole life. Although, if you say there is someone, 
I have to take your word for it, Mark. What, what would def- never... define a girl thing, would you please, so I understand where you're coming from? Makeup. Well, like, you know, like, <laughs> I never played, I never was interested in playing with my hair, fixing my hair real nice. It took me till I became a teenager to even care about if I bathed or, or combed my hair or anything. That's a that's a boy thing. So bad personal hy- bad personal hygiene is a boy thing. No, just appearance. He he washed regularly. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, we wa- I'm just saying that we care less. Hair care. Okay. About hair care, about how we look. We didn't care about that till we became interested in the opposite sex. Then we started to get a little more grooming. And actually, I bought some deodorant. You have to look a little more girl-like if you're going to attract yeah. girls. No, you have to look a little more neat. They don't want a slob, mostly. So, but them are the, and I played with all guns. And I know today a lot of females appreciate weapons and stuff more so than when I grew up. But uh, we played with tractors, mm-hmm. farmers played farm animals, and that kind of thing. We were out hunting, shooting BB guns, boy stuff, fishing, oh, yeah. uh, that that kind of playing thing. poker, and the girls cussing, were <laughs> smoking. Oh no, that was later. Drinking. All right, thank you so much, Dan. Thanks, really Dan. appreciate, appreciate your call. Your thank call. you for thanks for your perspectives. Yep. Really appreciate it. All right, well, that leaves us lots of opportunity for a conversation in the next one. Uh, Joe calls anybody a flake who uses no, a stop different. Stop using that. I I was only talking about one specific set of facts. Okay, I'm not what calling are they? People who are transgender, and I said it's a matter of their personal freedom, and I respect their right to do that. Okay, but to just put down at the bottom of a letter personal pronouns you wish to be called by without doing anything else, I think that makes you a little flaky. In your view. Okay, that's fine. I'm not saying the people who make the change are flakes. Okay. Got it? Yeah, that's fine. Thank you for clarifying. Suffice to say that under certain circumstances, some people are flakes out there, and (laughs) Joe's the intelligent one in the conversation, so now you know. Well, I've had people call me a flake, too, and I'm not offended by it. (laughs) Well, you're on thin ice right now, buddy. I would think flake just uh, designates what? uh, Certain opinions that are not common. All right. Would that be all right? I I guess so. (laughs) One of our listeners says, Mark, no, 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 it's not just any kind of flake. It's a big, fat flake, (laughs) if you change your gender. All right. Thank you for the email. Very much appreciate it. We have two other emails. No texts yet, but we'll take those. Those were sent to 70236 with the keyword OTM. Email on the market, WKOK.com. Call 1-800-795-WKOK in the next hour. We're going to have the CBS News, then local news. This is WKOK Sunbury, 9 o'clock. Good morning. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. 
Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe is here. Joe McGranahan, fabulous mayor of Shemokin Dam, great transportation expert, and is learning more about individuals in our world every day. So he's on board with this. Still doesn't know anybody that uses appropriate gender pronouns at the bottom of an email, but is perfectly willing to see them. Why don't you send me an email with your pronouns at the bottom so I can see what it looks like? Okay. Then maybe I'll... Maybe I'll find that uh, useful. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Rob Center is our fabulous producer. Sunbury Motor Company is our sponsor. Some brief news headlines. CSR 911 tells us there was a 5.30 a.m. fire in Mifflinburg at 318 Thompson Street. No injuries reported there. The house was damaged by that fire. They're Glad to have the play this week just in person, let alone have a great performance at Shikalami. We really missed being together, but to be live in the theater again and to be able to have that wonderful sense of camaraderie. There are amazing group of seniors who are in this show, along with some rising stars from the underclassmen. That is Ellen Boyer, who's the director of theater and forensics at Shikalimi. Uh, there is a cameo appearance of a strikingly handsome local radio announcer. Sounds like this. McCarthy's shrieking denunciations and fear-mongering have created a climate of fear and suspicion. Any man who has been named by either a senator of a committee is dangerous to the welfare of this nation. And that's Matt Catrillo doing Senator McCarthy there. You can, the play is Clue. It is on stage tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Chickalemi. We got all the details at WKOK.com. Bucknell University is just glad to be in person. They're going to have an in-person graduation for the 2022 graduates on May 22nd. But the day before, they'll have an in-person graduation for the class of 2020. So they'll have two graduations that weekend in in May, and their goal, they say, is to make sure that the class of 2020 also gets an in-person outdoors graduation. Then they'll graduate the 2022 graduates the next day. There is a new date for the end of the Pennsylvania school mask mandate. It's December 4th, PennLive.com reporting. It's a follow-up opinion issued Tuesday by a Commonwealth Court judge who ordered the end of the mandate at December 1st, or December 4th, as the Pennsylvania Supreme Court is currently hearing from the administration their appeal to keep the mask mandate in place for another month or so. The Community Giving Foundation recently went into 150 high schools around here and gave them some money to give away. Danville Midwest, Sealance Grove, and Shikalimi were part of the philanthropic giving program that they do at schools where they teach the kids about volunteerism, holding meetings, meeting unmet community needs, grant making, and donating. The foundation says each school district program is sponsored locally by various funds and their affiliates in Danville, Sunbury, and Sealands Grove. Uh, finally, you can go to the Times Square ball drop this year if and only if you're fully vaccinated. You're invited. Really? To How are they going to do that? I have no <laughs> idea. You're invited to freeze in New York's Times Square this uh, uh, New Year's Eve. The annual bash will be only open to people who can prove they got their COVID-19 shots and bonus points if you've had a booster at this event. Well, we've got one call coming in, and we have... 
text, you said. Yes, uh, t- right down here where it starts out two-year-old. So this two-year-old didn't think he was a girl. All he did was exhibit behaviors typically associated with girls. That doesn't mean he was a girl. Right, yeah, no you argument agree with there. that, yes, right? Thank you. Yep, yep, yep. And then, no, no, he, um, did, he did exhibit those uh, behaviors, and it was it's just the, in the book, it's just the beginning of the behaviors that continue for the entire path of Nicole's life of enjoying many things that related to girls and enjoying uh, almost nothing that related to boys. So eventually she did transition to Nicole. And then it says, many men on TV wear makeup and get their hair done, so they're confused. (laughs) I think there's a difference between stage makeup and uh, (laughs) mascara for uh, attractiveness purposes. You think so? Well, I, I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with men wearing makeup if they so choose. I mean, that's their thing, so I could probably use some. Imagine how much better I'd look if I had some makeup on. Well, you probably would look glamorous I can't imagine strikingly handsome. I can't imagine even being more handsome, but you never know. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Call us immediately. Paul's on the line. We've been talking about two sexes. Good morning, sir. Go right ahead. Right. Uh, this uh, issue just... Um uh, brings, to, uh, you know, it illustrates something I've been talking about for a long time, that in America there's no longer a consensus on morality, which is the basis for a public school system. And um, so um, I, I think that what this means is we need to change the way we educate our children, that um, people who don't believe in the stuff like that school system has up there in New Hampshire as their as their policy should not have to pay taxes to support that nonsense okay that uh, when kids go to school uh, it just it's just this simple if you have a penis you use the boys room if you don't you use the girls room and until they're 18 years of age they go to school you need to have uniformity for the for the school system for discipline and so forth and uh, parents that I know they want their boys and girls when they go to school if they use the bathroom they want them to feel safe that everybody that's in there is either if they're in a boys room they're all males if they're in a girls room they're all females and um, we just it's just uh, uh, why would you trust educators who can't even understand the most basic thing of morality and common sense uh, that there's boys and there's girls, okay? And if you can't understand that and educate the children and have uniformity um, to, to get through the, you know, the years of public school and then teach mathematics, teach reading, teach all the things they need for, for life and so forth, all this stuff about what's between their ears, they can sort that out when they, when they get uh, out of high school and go out on their own. Then they can make all their choices. But when they're in school, they ought to all conform to common sense behavior uh, in the school system. And of course, this carries over to this nonsense of boys claiming they're girls so they can go out and win all the awards in athletic competition and something. And, and the girls think this this is totally unfair to the females. Okay, and and just completely nuts. Okay, and uh, Mark, you're citing one person that wrote a book, uh, and that is a, uh, a particular. We, we can't make the decisions for all the society based on 
one individual, one individual, and, and so forth. Uh, the public school system, you're, you're trying to deal with all these different kids, and uh, if, if we're going to go down this road, then change the way the public schools are funded. It shouldn't be funded by property taxes and so forth. Let the people that want to have school systems like this one in New Hampshire, let them support that, and the people that want common sense morality, let them fund their own school system and educate their own. And, of course, this is why you talked about uh, people in the labor force and everything the other day and so forth. There are a lot of people now in families that they have their own children, they're educating the home, the wives could go out and make money, but they see it as a more important thing. They may have master's degrees and all kind of education. They're going to stay home and they're educating their children, and um, that's their goal. They sometimes have five, six, seven, eight kids, and they're raising all those kids to be pro-life, by the way. And um, so this, this is, this is I, I just think that what you're talking about here is the end of the public school system because the most basic thing to send your kid to a public school is is morality. Okay. And if, if if you have a system that is just an offensive to your your morality, then uh, why should you send your kids there? And why should anybody have to support it? That well, that is that's a violation of our religious rights. Okay. Uh, which which we used to have, you know, there there were colonies that were started, and they imposed on everybody to support the church. Well, th- this is the supporting of the public school if they are offensive to their their moral behave their moral rights that they believe in. That is just as offensive, and we should no longer be supporting the public school. But Paul, isn't you know per- people have personal freedoms and personal rights in this country that transcend their religious beliefs? In other words, we were founded on our Constitution, which guarantees people life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, if you will. So if I choose to believe that I'm a, um, a sex other than the one I am, that to me is a matter of my personal freedom. But to require you to participate in that, I think violates your personal freedom. What, when I went to school, there were rules that we all conformed to. It didn't matter. Nobody worried about whether I, as a child, wanted to choose something myself. I had to do what everybody had to do. We all had to be in the class at the same time. The teacher told us to sit down at our desk. We all sat down at our desk. Uh, I, I didn't make my own choices and so forth. I did what I was told. I had to learn to obey and learn to submit and, and for the purposes of carrying out the education so that they could teach me to read, teach me to write. We didn't make our own choices and so forth about all those things. We all fit into a system in order to carry out education. And um, this, what you're talking about is total chaos in the school system, that all these kids have their rights to, to exercise their personal rights about everything. That is never going to work. It's going to be complete chaos in the public schools, and they're not going to get anything done, and the kids are not going to get educated. But that's what this kid did in New Hampshire. He expressed his opinion that there were only two genders in contravention of the school district's policy. So, I mean, in effect, he was the one who was, what, um, not conforming, because the district well, said what its policy is, and he chose it, not it, to conform to it. That was, that was his expression. It was just a, He did not do anything in a classroom. He did not do anything to change the order of 
the discipline of the school and what everybody was doing and so forth. He 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 didn't this. He expressed his own opinion about it. And if that's a problem, then they can kick him out of the school. Okay, let him kick him out of the school uh, and so forth. But he has a right to his opinion and so forth. But he did not do anything there that I could see that caused any problem on that bus or any problem in the school system and the classes and people carrying on the normal activities of the school. That's what I'm talking about. But with, like you had in Virginia, you had a boy dressed like a woman in a in a bathroom and then assaulting a girl, okay? People expect their kids to be safe in the bathroom at a public school. <laughs> True. Well, I would yeah, think but, that's uh, basic. <laughs> I don't think you've been to the high school bathrooms around here lately. Things yeah, Ever since I was in high school, if fights happen, they often happen there. Well, there was a story in the news this week, too, about a high school principal, and I forget where it was, who had anyway. the doors taken off the restroom stalls oh, right. because of drug activity. Yeah, okay. All right, thank you so much, Paul. We know a lot of people agree with Paul. There's no argument about that. they got a firmly held beliefs here, and uh, we invite you to call our show and stick to them. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Bob, stand by. i got to take a quickie break. Uh, we'll take more comers, though, in queue, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, let's see. Uh, lower right-hand corner, please. says, I propo- uh, purposely. Pur- purposely ignored Dan so I don't get confused. <laughs> Paul is right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. appreciate that. Bob, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, if this is all that's going on in the school districts right now, we're pretty blessed because there's so many other bad things that could be happening. You know, there's so many school shootings. There's so many suicides. There's so many um, things that could be worse than this little, you know, problem with somebody saying something about somebody's sex, you know, male and female, etc. You know, I grew up with uh, brothers and sisters. We had six six kids in our family. Uh, actually, we had nine, but three of them died. Anyway, uh, I had a, a brother, you know, or my sister loved styling my hair. She always loved to do that. And you know, when it came to me, I cut her hair off and made her look like a boy. But th- that's what kids did back in my days. And I used to have like a stretch arms doll, strong doll. And you know, I married a man, and I was like more of a a guy guy growing up. But then my brother, who played with girly dolls, married a woman and had children. And you know, it's just 
you don't know what you're going to end up doing from, you know, your childhood up. I mean, several things happened along the way that could have changed me from you because, say, I was molested by a man. I mean, what's that going to do to your brain? You know, and uh, there's so many things out there that people don't see or know of. And, you know, Dan must have grown up without a sister because... It sounded like he had a very lonely childhood. Well, you know, and I, th- I think you're, you're hitting on something important here, that we have a, a great audience, and they have some very firmly held beliefs. You just heard, I think, Paul from Berwick is his name. Absolutely, you know, 100% certainty in the things that he says. But there is more to know. He does not know absolutely everything there is to know. We know that uh, gender is a continuum. You know, so if you say there's two genders, okay, well, that's great. That that satisfies the birth certificate, and that's the first couple minutes of your life, but for the whole rest of your life, we know that gender is a continuum. You know, we know your chromosomes are a continuum and not just X or XY. We know that uh, your hormones are a continuum. We know your gender identification is a continuum with, you know, extreme male and extreme female on the other side. We know that your uh, sexual preferences are a continuum, and it's not just black or white. We know this. We can empirically show it. Scientists would have absolutely no trouble showing that this this is the truth. But if if you have firmly held beliefs, you don't need to know all of that because you already have your mind made up. You know what you were told when you were a kid. You know how schooling was when you were a child. The last thing you need is more information, so you don't want to find out all that other information so that, in other that words, we know today. You believe that people who are woke, they're the ones who are really with it. They understand everything. And people who hold to tra- traditional values, uh, they're somehow misguided and out of touch with society and the world. Uh, Joe, explain traditional. Traditional means you're supposed to hate people who are gay oh, that, and that dismiss individuals who are transgender as doesn't being mean mentally that traditional, ill. You know, traditional is a calendar. We have holidays all year long. That's traditional. Telling me how I have to live my life and me telling you how to live your life is not traditional. But that, but what I believe... Just like we can't even say Merry Christmas anymore. Well, I'll say it to you, Bob. Merry Christmas. We have Christmas. to say Happy Holidays. <laughs> no, we don't. No, ha- don't. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Listen, what, what you choose to do with your life is one thing, but what you claim as a basic fundamental fact that isn't a fact is entirely different. You know, How can you prove it's not a fact? What, yeah, well, what, what, do you, science, what is not a fact? You know, science, tells a fact? Us, science tells us that there are two genders. It doesn't say what, whether or not as you grow uh, on in life that you aren't scientifically attached to somebody of the other sex. That's I fine. I agree there's a male and a female. Okay. Well, that's whether the premise of this. Whether you live to be a male or a female is your choice. Well, whether, how you live you know, is I your never choice. Enjoyed, I never enjoyed gym class because I had to bathe with men. Well, how you know, you I was attracted to men. Why would I want to bathe with them? Well, you I, know. Conversely, why wouldn't you if you're attracted to them? So, <laughs> at the time, I wasn't. Okay, but what I'm saying is that if if you are a male or a female, that's one thing. You're born that way. But what you choose to do later and how you live your life, to me, is a matter of your personal freedom. But it's my personal freedom whether to honor that or dishonor it, if you will. And until you're a legal adult, you're not allowed to make that choice. Well, apparently this little wow, kid made enough. it in the story that Mark was talking about. Yeah, Gro- growing up, what was the name of that book? Oh, Finding Nicole. Or Finding, no, Becoming Nicole. Becoming, Becoming Nicole, Nicole, and that's about a child, right? 
Uh, no, it's about a family, really, the family coming to accept the fact that Nicole was transgender, and then as uh, she transitioned, it was uh, it's a great, great coming out story, and then all the discrimination, and all the people like you say they're flakes, and all the people that wouldn't let her transition, or the school teachers that would refer to uh, her old name, I don't remember what it was, that uh, there's a name for that when you spitefully use a transgender individual's so old name. So it's spiteful if you believe that, that this person is the sex they were born, and you refer to them under the name they were given in their birth certificate, that is spiteful. Well, that's what a teacher was doing, yes. A teacher didn't <clears throat> agree that Nicole should have transitioned, and when she did, uh, referred to her by her old male name uh, as a form of irritation, or because, uh, you know, it's like almost like a hate crime, really, to do that, in my view. But uh, that was spiteful, yes. Okay. It's Would you agree all angels are women? Well, it's been tradition, I guess you could say, that they are. <laughs> Not on my calendar. <laughs> well, every angel I have here has a woman on it. I have yet to see a man as an angel. I don't think men are capable of behaving angelically. Are there any, any of the angels transgender? All right, I have uh, I'm asking. I couldn't make them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's all right. We you want got me you. to bring you one? Bob, thank you. Thank you, Bob. I have one. It's, well, I have one. It's an egg, and when it opens up, it'll let you reveal if it's a pink or a blue. <laughs> okay, we got you. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, Thanks for calling Bob. in. Appreciate yeah, your call. Take care. Bye. All right, we will take more callers on this topic. Uh, we are really talking about uh, the uh, sexes. Uh, some of our good listeners feel as though there's just two genders. Joe just said that. The science can prove that. And I think that's probably safe to say for the first couple moments after birth when you do a blood test or you look at a child's genitalia and you say, okay, that that uh, boy's a boy. But that's the end of it. We, we know that uh, gender uh, and the, the science of gender, and you will not find any science that says beyond the birth identification that there's just two genders. You won't find that anywhere, so go ahead and so look. That's a scientific fact that after you're born, you can be whatever you want to be. That's a scientific fact. No, I think after you That's what you just said. You said no, that's a scientific No, you're fact. making a rash assumption based on what I said, based on your firmly held beliefs that individuals who are transgender. Well, no, are I'm flakes. trying to you educate me. You're just you just said that after birth you could be anything you well, want. Well, I to said be. earlier you maybe weren't listening, but I think after you are born, you can. We know from science that you can study the brain and you can study individuals' behavior. You can study individuals' genetics and their estrogen and their testosterone and their hormones and and their DNA and their genetic makeup and everything. You can study all this and you can find out that. So their DNA changes. You're saying? Uh, no, I think it. I think it stays the same. Yes, it does. After you're it? born. And, yeah. and what does that DNA show? Uh, one of two oh, sexes, okay. male or no, female? Nope, that's not true anymore. We know that that's not oh, true. Oh, the DNA shows that you could be a thousand different things? Some, uh, I think they identify uh, like a half a dozen or maybe 50 different variabilities within genetics that XX and XY aren't the, are the same way, aren't all predetermined in the same way or that we used to think. So so we know that the genetics are different and we know that your hormones are different. We know that your interests are different and we know that there's a continuum. And I think if you, uh, you, know, you seem to be obsessed with the fact that kids are born with genitals, we look at them and that's what they become. I'm not obsessed with that. I'm just telling you that that's one of the determining factors. Right, for the a birth certificate. Whether they have the X or Y chromosome has, not, has a lot to do with it, regardless of whether what um, what kind of equipment they were born with. Okay, well, my firmly held, scientifically based view, you say yours is the same, only mine is different, uh, firmly held, scientific view, in conflict with no religion at all, in my opinion, is that they're you know, all... 
everything about related to sex and our interests and our attraction and those to whom we're attracted is all a continuum. We'll take more callers on this topic. Uh, we can move on to another topic. Joe found Merrick Garland told a fib. It's verifiable. So he's going to tell us about that. Joe originally said he would have made a great U.S. Supreme Court justice. He endorsed him, but now he's telling us that he's a fibber. You're not going to correct me? No. <laughs> I, I, told, I just told a lie, folks. Joe didn't say any of those last two sentences. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. All right. We'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. Dial carefully. 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about a student who's suing a district because uh, they found out he had said on the school bus to individuals on the bus, uh, uh, there's only two genders. And then a text battle erupted between the student and somebody else. And that somebody else turned over the text to the uh, school district. And just that having that that conversation apparently and, violates the school district's policy. And the policy. kid made an interesting point. Uh, this is also part of the story. The student was briefly pulled from the football team after he reportedly told friends on the bus that he could not see how plural pronouns for an individual could be utilized by Spanish speakers when the language relies on masculine and feminine identifiers, according to the law. So he didn't even just stand up and say... So we obviously oh. need to ban the speaking of Spanish in this country because it's, <laughs> going, you don't to understand offend, it. it's going to offend people. Yeah, Joe doesn't get Spanish so we must not permit it to speak. Habla Espanol. Right, uh, lower left-hand corner, Joe. All right. The rule of law was always based on the common good. In years past, many schools had entrances for boys and one for girls. The former Shemokin High School still has this over their doorways. Wow. Now, that's surprising. Did you, oh, I, don't, I didn't know that. I, I didn't either. That. So the boys went in one entrance and the girls went in another door. Well, Islam still maintains certain strictures like that, too, don't they? Well, yeah, worship is still separate, that's right. for sure. Okay. okay. Uh, Joseph, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. Yeah, I've been listening to a phone call here, the last caller. What, Bob, I think his name was, or what? That's correct. Yeah, Bob from Paxinus. Yeah, you're saying about angels. <clears throat> Where are you going to go to get an authority on, on such subjects as angels? Because, you know, he was saying about them appearing as women. He has statues or something of angels as women. And I've seen that pictures in many books of angels as women. You know what I mean? You've seen them too, I'm sure. Right? I've never seen a male angel. I no, no, I mean pictures and, and uh, uh, images well, they, of they angels, be and pictures. they basically appear as women. I don't think anybody has an actual photograph of an <laughs> angel. I, they no, would no, be no, drawings. I understand <laughs> that. It's men's conception right. of what they think they are. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. But here's my point. Uh, there's only one authority where you can go to find out that, and of course it's the Bible. We don't want to talk about that, but in there they always appear as men, in the masculine uh, look. Uh, they were always men when the angels yes. appeared to Gabriel. Like the in the Bible. Gabriel, yes, you're right. Yeah, good point. Uh, Thank you. Yes, of course. And so even our heavenly Father is in the masculine gender. He's a father, correct? Uh, well, that's the construct. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, well yeah, said. That, uh, try, people today, even a new Bible that they have out, they refer, refer to him as a, I forget what, but it, it isn't in the male uh, gender. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to change everything, and that's what <laughs> this transgender crap is all about. You're either a man or a woman, a man-child or a girl-child, period. That's it. Now, what you do, and I think Joe had a good point there. He was talking to uh, Bob. What you choose to do 
that's your business. I understand that. You know what I mean? If you choose to be a woman, well, go to it. But that's wrong. I'm saying it's wrong because it's not normal. It's not natural. Okay, it's not the way our Heavenly Father created us. He created a male and female. Really? Where does it where does it say that in the Bible? In Genesis, chapter two. I don't know the particular verse, but he says he created male and female. Okay. Now here's the point. Now read it verbatim. To a lot of knowledge of, of homosexual people, I'm not condemning homosexuals. The Bible condemns them. I don't condemn them. But here's the point: when he created Adam. He created Adam, male and female. So he took a rib from the man and made the woman. So everything that the woman has in her body came from the man. The DNA from the rib of Adam made the woman. So this is why you find some men that are, are effeminate, more effeminate than others, and you see some women that are more masculine than others. Uh, that that uh, property uh, that came out of Adam originally, that he made the woman uh, so there, there is male things in the woman you know what I'm saying read the, some, read the passage uh, where God some God's men uh, lean to the effeminate side and some women lean to the masculine side well there it says and the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul all right, so there's right. man, but where does it say well, where, that's where, where God the said there are man and woman, and just man and woman? Well, where, he didn't create anything else. Right, I got yeah. that. But where does it? Where's a sentence that says God? Okay, it does. Okay, I just have to, I don't have my glasses on here, but I'll look quickly. <laughs> I'm sure I can find it here very quickly. <clears throat> well, even the Savior said he, the Savior said he created a male and female, and for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave unto right. his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. Now, the Savior said that. Here it is. I got it. Oh, right? Joe found it. I got it. I got it. And the and Lord... I, I'm going to look for and, it here. Okay, and here. I got it. I got Go ahead, it. And Joe. the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof, and the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. Okay, so where does it Doesn't say... Doesn't say though? he brought anything else. Right, but where does it say... The Lord God said, I have created only man and woman. I don't think he ever said that. I obviously well, there's no, created nothing man. else here that says he did anything different. He named all the beasts and all that stuff. But, but I don't think there's there. a sentence where God said, I'm only creating man and woman, and that's it. That's all there is. Joseph, will give you the last Are word. You there? Yep, yeah. go right ahead. Okay, I, I just, well, it's verse, chapter 1, verse 27. It says, so Elohim created man in his own image, in the image of Elohim created he him. Male and female created he them. Period. So oh. there it is. Where is that? <laughs> Genesis chapter 1, 27. All right, gotcha. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. All right, Joseph. That's going to come in handy when you preach next. <laughs> you get the next last word. Go right ahead. <laughs> well, the, the whole point is <clears throat> everybody has a right to do with a body which they want to do. I understand that, but our Heavenly Father tells us what we are supposed to do with them. And so if we go beyond those bounds, that becomes sin. In your opinion. All right, we got you. It's like marriage, uh, sex outside the marriage. It's sin. In the marriage, it's lawful. Period. Noted. Thank you so much, sir. It ain't man with man, (laughs) ain't woman with woman. Period. All right, we got you. they do what they want, and they have the freedom in this land to do it. All right. But they're going to pay eventually. They'll be 
cast into the lake of fire if they don't repent. One of our good listeners sends us a text and says, fairy tales. So thank you, Joseph. Appreciate the call. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'll take more comers on this, the topic related to gender, specifically about a student who sued his school district so that uh, they wouldn't continue to discriminate against him in any way, including suspending him from one football game because he said there are but only two genders. Isn't it free speech? If you told me we, we were talking about this list of personal pronouns at the bottom of an email. Is it free speech if I choose not to use them? But you're saying somehow that's offensive and that's a crime, if you will, against someone's personal beliefs and their personal opinions. But forcing me to conform to what you believe, isn't that a violation of my rights and my freedoms? So I'm asking, is it or isn't it? I I think there's, it, it just depends on where you are. What's the setting? If you're on a bus with another student, maybe a student who's transgender, and you do choose not to recognize their pronouns, and you choose not to recognize that they you know, may have transitioned or something, and you wish to call them by the old n- name. I think it's disrespectful, but I don't think that it should be an arrestable offense. Well, I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is that we we have these two sets of circumstances bouncing up against each other. On one hand, you have the wokeism that says if you are a man and you believe you're a woman or you've done the things you need to do to become a woman, that you should be addressed as a woman. On the other hand, we have a traditional value that says there are men and women and you were born a man and that's the way you're going to be until the day you die, no matter what you do. So isn't there some way we can accommodate each other? Why do I have to conform to your views? Why do you have to conform to mine? Can't we just live and let live? (laughs) And if I choose to call you Mark and you want to be called Martha... Mm-hmm. You know, why is that a, Why is that on me? So if I transition and I feel as though I'm identifying as a female, you should still be able to call me Mark. I would say if I don't know you, let's say I've never met you, right. and you are now uh, Martha, okay. and you come in here in a dress and you have long hair and you're wearing, uh, you know, a perfume and makeup, and you tell me your name is Martha, I'm going to call you Martha. Okay. And even if I know your name is Mark, I mean, what I'm looking at is Martha. Okay. Well, that's the way to be. That's at least the gracious way to be, even if you happen to know more and you may not believe more or you may think that it's uh, wrong or you don't believe any of this, you know, things that I'm saying. And I will concede to that if I know you were born Mark and I choose, despite the evidence, the physical evidence in front of me, I choose to call you Mark instead of Martha, that I would say would probably be somewhat disrespectful. (laughs) That's one way to put it. (laughs) All right. One of our listeners says, speaking of angels, how many can dance on the head of a pin? Uh, the answer is Well, zero. Gabriel and... <laughs> no, <laughs> the angels don't dance. We know that to be true. We don't. They don't dance. No, no. They... Uh, uh, must, well, then there's no fun in heaven, right? They <laughs> they don't dance. They sing and they protect you. <laughs> and they uh, and they pronounce things correctly. <laughs> Guardian angels? Right. Those kind of things. Okay. Uh, let's see another... Read that text, please. please All right. Uh, please let Joseph know we married as same-sex couples, man and man. Okay. Gotcha. And that is perfectly legal in the United States of America. Right. And it doesn't even bother you. Have you ever, you're a mayor, you get to uh, marry same-sex couples. Have you had the opportunity to do so yet? Never been asked to. Okay. Not yet. Okay. All right. Gay and lesbian couples out there. Joseph is interested. 
gracious and respectful you will be, correct? Well, we're not talking about homosexuality here. We're talking about transgenderism and whether or not I have to honor your personal pronouns. No, but these are I go think against is, your truth. There's certainly evidence that people are born, and uh, scientific evidence that people are born either attracted to men or attracted to women. So okay, I'm so you can see that. Okay, so that's a continuum. But uh, genitalia, it's one or the other. One or Genders, the other. one or the other. Uh, your your sexual how identity. Many, how that many homosexual wish. couples do you know that are also transgender? Do you know of any? I don't. Uh, I don't know how to answer that question. I'm not going to answer. I don't know the answer to that question. Well, I'm, I would submit to you that probably none. I know one woman who's transgender, who is transgender, and she's a woman, and she's married to a woman, or a partner's a woman. Um, the man that we had here, who was born a woman and transgender, and uh, transitioned to a male, and is a good male, he has a girlfriend, I believe, or a wife. So, I, but I don't know. Does that make you know? I, I I think people should worry a little bit less about who people love and just try to be more loving. Would probably be a good way to live. I mean, who you love is your business. It's not mine. I have no I have I no I dog in that fight. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take more comers on this one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Our telephone number. We have two leftover emails from yesterday, and we will read them aloud. And we're going to read the Merrick Garland clipping from Fox News very shortly. So we'll be talking about that. But it's open phones, the topic of your selection, nearly open phones. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. I mentioned earlier our sponsor is the Sunbury Motor Company. I got to drive around in the Mustang Mach-E. The sticker price on this was $56,000, which is the going rate for electric vehicles and comes with a 10-year warranty. They list it as 90 miles to the gallon, but it gets a glazillion miles to the gallon because it doesn't actually use any gasoline at all whatsoever. It's funny, they actually list the gasoline mileage as 96 in the city and 84 on the highway and again it uses kilowatt hours <laughs> to get down the highway but uh, in any event it's a gorgeous uh, vehicle this one was yellow and it was just a wonderful it had every conceivable accessory known to man it had acceleration zero to 50 in about four seconds just crazy acceleration and it was very exhilarating to drive I can't imagine what it would be like on a slippery road but you'd have great grip on that road as long as you don't overdrive it of course but this was a 2021, but guess what's coming out soon? The 2022 Mustang Mach-E. You can order them up. Uh, they had a mannequin down there a couple of times, and I don't see any on the lot right at the moment, but the Mustang Mach-E is all electric, and you would order it, and guess what? They will bring it to your door, and you will be soupy served once again by the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. They're going to serve you a soupy? Yes, soupy oh, served. Soupies are good. You'll be super you served. <laughs> super served. And incidentally, the computers behind us are called super servers behind Are us. Just really? so right. Yes, so now you know. All right, we'll take more calls. Call us immediately. 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right. You believe that, right? I do. Oh, okay. thank heaven the camera's not running. <laughs> All right. Joseph has been waiting. No, to... Joe. This is Joe. Joe uh, is on the line. Go ahead, Joe. You're on the mark. No. Right. I, uh, I basically, uh, I appreciate Joseph's calls. Uh, but on to um, I, my first uh, statement will be, I can't believe this subject is taking up this large portion of it. <laughs> we just said the same thing same off thing. We Mike. were surprised that it did. Oh, wow. <laughs> Well, I'm not. I know uh, not many people have called in and tried to uh, move the subject on to more. Well, not more important, but uh, different types like the Rittenhouse and Aubrey and the trials that are going on there, and, and Biden's meeting with uh, the leader of China. That things are, you know, what was really said there, and you know, we don't really have. Uh, I haven't seen a transcripts or video of. Uh, the Zoom meeting, but uh, since Mark opened the door for uh, the Bible comment, if uh, I I can go to the one of the what Joseph was talking about and Joe McGranahan is that in the Bible it says that there are two, you know, man created, which you know Joe had found the verses that Mark asked for, but uh, in my life experience, I met one other. Uh, Lutheran pastor that did the same thing as he, um, like Mark just did, makes it out that since it's not written in the Bible, I can't find where there's multiple sexes. I'll just say that it's there. You know, how you do that is amazing if you believe that nothing should be added to or subtracted to the Word of God, which I think that's one of the basics, because then that gives people the ability to insert their own ideas. If it's not in the Bible, you assume that there are other genders or something of that nature. I just asked Joseph to, to cite the specific verse, and he came back and he did, so we're happy now. And Joe yeah, found but, it I mean, also, and somebody texted us also, so that's all. I just wanted to hear the specific verse. I'm satisfied it's there. Right, so you're saying there is no fluidity, or you... I, I, I'm kind of confused how you can say that there's... Since it's not in the Bible, it's open for... I never said it wasn't in there. I just asked them to read the specific thing that's... I agree with that. I, I agree, but uh, maybe I uh, misunderstood. But, in a nutshell, uh, what are you saying? You're You're putting something that isn't... And they did show you that, but I don't think you ever concluded that there aren't other sexes. 
Well, I don't think there's other sexes. I mean, there's only male and female, particularly at right, birth, and that's, that's all that's that that's all that's mentioned. But we do know from humanity and from people, and I'm sure you know people who are uh, are uh, gay that they have uh, sexual interests that are different than male and female, and that you have sexual identity that's different than male you, and you female. Hear what you said, you said gay people have sexual identities that are different. Oh, not sexual identity, <laughs> sexual uh, attraction to okay. opposite same sex so we know that to be true so but none of that is in the Bible it doesn't specifically say that but he did uh, Joseph provided a good list of things that did uh, did 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 back his (laughs) remarks up so Joe you get the last word go right ahead all right I I just uh, had the feeling that uh, if it's not directly written the way your conversation went you know that if it's not addressed that there are others that you can assume that there are others because of your interpretation. I, I know that's a little confusing. I ran into yep, someone uh, who uh, ends uh, Bible discussions with, uh, well, I, as a matter of fact, the statement was, which is similar to yours, I like what Jesus didn't say. So that gives them the opportunity to insert their own ideas. So I, I thought that's kind of what you were doing with Joseph when you forced him to uh, show what the, that the actual fact is, <laughs> that you didn't know that him. there was a man and a woman in Genesis, you know, that I God gotcha. created man and woman yeah. with your you know, your educational background. All right, we got uh, you. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Really, thank you for the call. Thank you, Joe. All right, I didn't force him. I just asked him. (laughs) And, of course, as you would expect, he had it right handy. So we're good. We are satisfied. Uh, Jim, you're on the mark. Good morning, Mark and Joe. Uh, Mark, I have this question for you. Steve (laughs) Irwin, Irwin, who died over in Australia, uh, I think on his one program, Seahorses can, uh, the same seahorse can be both male and female. How would you answer that? I don't know. I think uh, Irwin is probably correct because he's a science-based guy, and uh, was that's a creature, right? He was killed by a stingray, right? Right. Um, and a stingray. Uh, I, I don't have any problem with that. It certainly doesn't have anything to do with humans. But uh, since our Lord invented. Uh, both male and female, and all the animals that was on the ark. Uh, that's. Uh, I thought I have to call in and ask you this loaded question. <laughs> How uh, would uh, you answer that with a seahorse both being both male and female? I don't think uh, the Bible says anything about seahorses. I could be wrong. Of course, all <laughs> creatures were created by God. We know that to be true. Well, so. there's a story here. Since we're into seahorses now, it oh, says, here we go. the theory that seahorses mate for life has been blown out of the water. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> fidelity tests suggest, and I'd like to know who's running fidelity tests on seahorses, <laughs> yeah. that not only are they shameless flirts, but most are also bisexual. So there you go. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> all right. Who knew? Thank you, Jim. Thanks for Thank calling you. in. Glad to hear from you. Thank you, everybody who participated. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about Merrick Garland. He's been caught in a big fat lie. Yes, he has. And uh, Which would make him what? In Joe's opinion, according to Fox News. And Congressman, you said it. I didn't. And Congressman Jim Jordan, <laughs> who's also known to be a big fat liar. But to be continued, this is WKOK Sunbury.